If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, I made it. We're here. Let's get going today. we got a lot to get into. And actually, I don't even know if Semper Viva is going to be here on time, so what a day we've got. A lot to get into here today. Tonight, of course, NXT. We have got a number of segments announced for the show. Tomorrow is AEW Dynamite, and we have a number of segments announced for the show, including, yes, MJF is back on the show tomorrow. I don't know if the Elite is going to show up tomorrow, but clearly we've got uh, two Dynamites before the pay-per-view, and uh, we got to set up that uh, that match for the tag team, the, the six-man tag team titles. And they have just uh, filed a new trademark. And so I don't know if they are coming back as heels. And quite frankly, I, I think that uh, based on how everything went down, I think that's impossible. But I think that they are going to play off the fact that they were just erased from history. And uh, it's going to be interesting because if they come back as baby faces and complain about being erased from history, that once again makes the promotion the heel. So I don't know what's going on. I just know they've got a trademark. We'll talk about that here today. We've got the latest on Billy Corgan versus Nick Aldis, where Billy, Billy Corgan, I think the term he used is he's working an angle, but he's not working an angle. Billy Corgan thinks he's working his own angle. I'll, we'll uh, get into that here today. This is quite the story. FTR's heading to the Tokyo Dome. Don't know if anybody else is. But they do have a rainbow, I'm sure, on the uh, Tokyo Dome. It's no longer two nights, so there's less slots available for outside talent. We have got uh, the Raw Report. Lots of things happen on Raw, including no more 24-7 title and no more Money in the Bank briefcase on Austin Theory. Got ratings and more, and we will kick it off after the break. Observer Live. You can't get much for five bucks these days. 
Unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 Biggie Bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT. Plus, four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink. All for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Has someone in your family lost a job recently, and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property, and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800 950 That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to... You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Megan, the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. I think Sempervivi is going to be here at some point today, but who knows? Well, where to begin here? We got a lot to get into here today. NXT is tonight. Everybody's favorite show, is it not? And this is what we have. We actually have two weeks worth of, of lineups for NXT. Tonight we have got Caden Carter and Katana Chance against Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons. I think we all know where this is going, don't we? Yeah. Five-minute challenge. Brutus Creed versus Damon Kemp. This is uh, very wacky. 
in the old days, they'd have the deal where, you know, the baby face faces the heel. And if the baby face wins, he gets five minutes in the ring with the manager. Well, now they faced off against each other. And then another wrestler got several weeks to recover. And now it's wrestler versus wrestler in a five-minute challenge. I don't even know what's going on. That doesn't even make any sense. But that's what we're doing. Andre Chase will be facing Charlie Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey, of course, tried to bully everyone in Chase University. He is the son of William Regal, and he'll be facing Andre Chase, which kind of comes out of nowhere. They sort of built this up and then dropped it, and now it's back. We got Cameron Grimes versus Joe Gacy. Uh, Cameron Grimes should be uh, on the main roster imminently, so I don't know if that means he's going to do a job on the way out or get a victory on the way out. But that's tonight. Hank Walker, the security guard. Oh, Hank Walker. He'll be facing Stax. What a what a poster that would be. Tonight, Hank Walker faces Stax. We have the Grayson Waller effect with Braun Breaker and Von Wagner. And J.D. McDonough versus Axiom. For those of you that watched uh, NXT last week, and they did that thing at the end of the show where... Braun Breaker got laid out by, uh, what's his face, Von Wagner. And then Apollo Crews is backstage. He wants a title shot. And then, I forget who the other guy was. doesn't matter. Oh, it was uh, uh, that, one, that one creep, J.D. McDonough. I thought they were leading to a four-way. But uh, they've already announced that, in fact, next week we got two championship matches. It's like uh, AEW now. There's just championship matches up and down the show every week. Next week, we have Mandy Rose versus Elbow Fire for the NXT women's title. And Braun Breaker will defend against Von Wagner one-on-one. So uh, both of those next week. And in both cases, it's like Mandy Rose in NXT to me has run its course. So it's probably time to go back to the main roster. Now, if you look at uh, the life Mandy Rose lives in NXT, making main roster money, I don't know if she wants to go back to the main roster, but we'll see what they end up doing there. And Braun Breaker, what more is there for Braun Breaker to do here in, in NXT? I mean, he probably could use more time here, but who knows? I mean, we've got a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of people that Triple H is calling up, bringing back, etc. so we'll see what happens in that match. Then, Wednesday, Dynamite at the Aganis Arena in Boston. We have Brian Danielson, Sammy Guevara in a best of three falls match. That should be a great match. We have the AW World Title Eliminator Tournament going on. Tomorrow's match is Eddie Kingston against Ethan Page. And uh, it'd be cool if Eddie Kingston moved on in this tournament, but at the same time... I mean, they've been doing a lot with Ethan Page, so it seems weird to have all of these interviews, promos, attacking Moxley, et cetera, et cetera, only to lose in the opening round. So I presume Ethan Page is going over. John Moxley will do a promo, and we will also hear from MJF. So, you know, they could team up. That was set up on TV last week and then uh, have issues or whatever on the go-home show. We have Britt Baker and Soraya. They're claiming a face-to-face confrontation, which they uh, did not do last week. Jamie Hayter will face Sky Blue. 
The acclaimed NFTR will be facing Swerve in Our Glory and The Guns. So that is the lineup for NXT and AEW coming up over the next two days. FTR, by the way, set to wrestle at the Tokyo Dome for the first time ever. Dave Meltzer confirmed last night on Wrestling Observer Radio, FTR wrestling at Wrestle Kingdom 17. Of course, on the same day, AEW is running in Seattle. So I do not expect Brian Danielson, of all people, Brian Danielson, to uh, work the Tokyo Dome. I don't expect, really, I think most of the big stars are probably going to be in the Seattle debut. And the other big difference is there's only one night of Tokyo Dome. And so you've got all of the main New Japan stars that have to have matches on the show. You could bring some uh, uh, AW talent in for the Rambo. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a couple of names in the Rambo. But as far as other big matches, big names, you know, the the one that everyone's been talking about is uh, is John Moxley and Will Ospreay. And, you know, I would be very surprised if AEW had their West Coast Seattle debut and the world champion wasn't there. So that would mean either A, he's got to lose the title to MJF, at the pay-per-view, or, uh, you know, they have to send their champion over there, or he doesn't go at all. I mean, I don't know what the, uh, I don't know what the situation is for the Tokyo Dome in terms of John Moxley, but we may get another AEW talent or two, or they may just try to, uh, you know, the Climate Pledge Arena is not a small arena, so they're going to want all hands on deck. They're going to want the show to do very well. So FTR may be the only AEW talent there, or that could change. New trademark filing by the Young Bucks last week. They have uh, trademarked the Wayward Sons. Now, this is not AEW. This is the Young Bucks. They have trademarked the Wayward Sons. And this, of course, is for, uh, it'll be stunned to hear, merch. And as I talked about in the opening segment, I mean, if you if you watch the uh, last two weeks of Dynamite, what have they done with the Elite? Well, they've had all of this footage of the Elite from early on in AEW, and then it freezes and the Elite burns away. They're gone. They've been written out of history. And, you know, the story here and the trademark of the Wayward Sons tells me, that, tells me they're coming back and they're angry. That's the storyline. They're angry they were forgotten. They were angry they were written out. And they're, you know, they got a chip. They, they're angry that their their championships were stripped to the, of them. They were written out of history, et cetera, et cetera. So um, this is, uh, I mean, it's a babyface thing. They're back. They're mad. But uh, it makes the company out to be the heel, which you really don't want to do. We kind of had that situation for a while with MJF, and uh, eventually it was just like, well, we got to go with this MJF babyface thing. And once once they started to do that, he really backed off on on how horrible AEW was. Now he puts AEW over. Now the storyline is, Tony paid me. I'm making millions. I love it here. This place is great. So they clearly recognized, A, that he was getting over as a babyface, and B, we need to backtrack on this whole, you know, I'm the babyface, the company's the heel. So... I don't know what they're going to do, the Young Bucks, when they come back. But from from watching the videos, it sure sounds like they're angry at their treatment by the company. 
So, I mean, they could come back and try and do, you know, them as heels coming back in the company. But how? I mean, how do you do that? They're, they're going to come back and they're going to get a massive ovation. You know, they, it's the same thing that happened with MGF. He was gone forever. He came back, got a huge ovation. And I'm just very, I'm very curious as to what they do, how they play it, and, uh, and how both they, the Young Bucks, the Elite, and uh, AEW itself is uh, how it's uh, portrayed in all of this. So we may find out tonight. Because there's only two weeks left before the pay-per-view, and I presume they're wrestling for the six-man titles at the pay-per-view. So it's either tonight or next week they do whatever they're going to do. I'm sorry, tomorrow night or next week. Back in a moment with more news, and then we'll get into Raw Wrestling Observer Live. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. Terms and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153 800-943-2153 
That's 800-943-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, not here, but I shall barrel on through as I am stricken with illness. And God only knows what else. Hey, listen. So uh, somebody on the chat here during the break had a, a great idea, okay? And actually, the idea is not, uh, you know, they didn't have a fully, they didn't have a... a storyline or anything like that and actually i don't know what the storyline would be okay but it's fake should be able to come up with something their uh their suggestion was that the person responsible for the young bucks and kenny omega and all of this somehow has to end up being adam cole who has also been gone and how you work all of this out, I don't know. I'd need some time to think about it. But uh, Adam Cole has been gone. And Adam Cole did turn on the elite. And this would work out great if you could find a way to uh, to make this work. So instead of the Young Bucks as babyfaces feuding with AEW and Tony Khan as a company, they're actually feuding with Adam Cole in whatever storyline they come up with to explain how Adam Cole got them removed from TV for several months. Maybe uh, he was injured in a match and he filed... I don't know. You could. There's got to be something you could do where he ends up taking responsibility for them being gone and then uh, and then they do the, uh, the whole deal where they're actually feuding with Adam Cole and whoever else Adam Cole aligns with because, you know, we got a lot of, we got a lot of things here. I have no idea when Kyle O'Reilly is going to be back. We're not going to have Bobby Fish back. Uh, you know, we've we've obviously had the elite, uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega have been gone. They're feuding with Adam Cole, who I'm sure is going to come back as a heel. And uh, I have heard, and people have been asking me regularly, what's the update on Adam Cole? What's the update on Adam Cole? I've heard nothing of late about Adam Cole. And I bring that up. Because, you know, when, when when all of this went down and Adam Cole was injured, you know, I, I hear something here and there like, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty bad and they're going to keep him out of action for a while and make sure that he's 100%. And then uh, recently it was just like radio silence. And uh, it could be that there is no update and it's bad. Or it could be that, uh, you know, how they do actually with, with money in the bank sometimes when someone's going to cash in, you just don't see that person for a little while, and then when they return, it's a big surprise. So I don't want to say, and I am not saying, and do not report this, I am not saying that like Adam Cole's back Wednesday or next week or anything like that, but what I'm saying is he he could be back soon, and uh, you know, one way or the other, even if he's not back soon, the elite can come back, and you can build up, like let's say Cole's not going to be ready for another month, bring the Bucks back. And you built up this, you build up this thing, you know, why were they gone or whatever. And then the big reveal is Adam Cole whenever he actually can come back. And then that solves a lot of different problems as to, you know, who is responsible for erasing them, 
what the story is. They have the obvious feud there back and forth. You could add some surprises to, uh, you know, the uh, Adam Cole side. There's a lot of things you can do. So I presume that that is a, uh, a possibility. It was me all along. Well, it looks like Mike showed up. Huh? And now we can't hear you. You have no audio. I can't hear you. Hello? You, you muted me. Oh, there we go. Yeah, how about that? I muted the wrong channel. Oh, get out of here. I'm meeting you again, you idiot. Do I need to move on, or do you want to talk about the Young Bucks quietly? Sure. What's going on with the Young Bucks? Is this where about were their you? trademark? I... Of yes. The... Where was I? I was in the car coming well, back no, from I... the Apple store. I saw you while I was talking about away. this. You were sitting there listening to me. I was sitting there listening to you. And uh, If you have no comment, just say no comment. I'll move to the no, next one. Well, story. no. The, the biggest thing is do not continue to make AEW the heel you know i don't care who it is at this point with mjf i know he's a baby face right now that was one of the last vestiges as far as talking about wwe over and over and over again aew as a company should not be a heel if you want to in, in you know put somebody in the position of authority that is you know a little on the negative side or use them as the heel fine but as far as using the company as the heel I, that I don't like at all. So regardless of where they go with this and whatever direction they decide to go, they need to stop doing that and they need to stop, in my opinion, making comparisons and always mentioning or referencing the WWE. That's me. All right, here's the latest on uh, whatever the heck's going on in the NWA. Billy Corgan is not backing down from his decision to suspend Nick Aldis, giving his rationale. In a spirited defense, it says here, during a Tuesday appearance on Busted Open. In a video that was deleted from his Instagram Sunday, Aldis revealed he had given notice to the NWA, was not complimentary of the company or Corrigan. He was then suspended on Monday and pulled from this Saturday's Hard Times 3 pay-per-view. Corrigan's main issue is the timing on Aldis vocally criticizing the product when he could have done the same thing in less than two months when his deal is up. Ask yourself why, in a pay-per-view week, and with a talent who is leaving the company, does he decide to start blasting me and the product 55 days before he's out and can do whatever he wants to do? Why does he have to bury the locker room and bury the product, Corgan asked. He reiterated Aldous was the highest paid talent in the company the last five years. Their business relationship, quote, proved to be a good bet, with Aldous having his voice heard in both how the NWA was run and how he was booked. He said Aldous is still being paid through at the end of his deal, and they simply disinvited him from appearing Saturday. Aldis emailed in his notice to Pat Kenny about a week ago, and while Corgan wished he would have heard it from Aldis directly, given their history, he was fine with the decision to move on. However, he's not happy with Aldis turning the focus to himself ahead of Saturday's show, and apparently he isn't the only one. How do I, Corgan said, as leader of this company, allow a key talent, the most highly visible talent in the company, up until he opens his mouth and tells people he's leaving, blast the company? I can't have a guy like that show up. Because what message does that send to the locker room? There are lots of people in the locker room not happy about this. They have to do their job. Why is the focus not on Matt Cardona, Tyrus, Trevor Murdoch, Camille, Kylan King, Chelsea Green? The focus is on Nick Aldis, who is not on the show anymore. It's not animosity. It's just, why are we doing this? He was confused to why Aldis was using the NWA in his name to, quote, work an angle when he's leaving. Quote, he's working something. I don't know what he's working, but he's willing to sacrifice me and the NWA to prove something or get something going or get out early to go do something. That is not cool. 
He says his decision has nothing to do with Aldous's critiques of the company. I want to remind everyone, everything that he said, I've been hearing that stuff for years. It's not like I heard it and got sensitive. I've heard all this stuff privately for years. These are not new criticisms. He and I have a battle about the product for years. He's helped make the product behind the scenes better with those battles. This is not a sensitive, reactive thing. So, Corgan's angry about how this whole thing went down. And uh, he said he told Mickey James they would table the discussions for a second in power for now. He has been friends with her for 20 years. He said any related issues didn't come up until this Aldous situation happened. Seems pretty obvious they are after something. She doesn't work for me, he does. They want to get out early for some reason? Just say you want to get out, he said. Well, actually he did, and that caused a problem. So that's the uh, situation with Nick Aldis. Not on the show. And I don't think this is over with yet either. I don't think there, there's, I still believe that we're going to hear some things shake out here in the next couple of days or so, you know, maybe even sooner rather than later. But we speculated yesterday some of Nick Aldis's issues, what they may be, and then he went into them deeper. Obviously, this deal within power is something that you know obviously cuts a little bit deeper because of his wife and i know that there was you know i shouldn't i I should not say i know for sure but if i'm not mistaken during the pandemic nick aldis made it public that he you know sacrificed some of his salary during that time as well too so there's a lot of business issues that obviously are in personal issues between billy corgan and nick aldis the one thing i will say about Billy Corgan talking about Nick Aldis kind of making this about himself. You know, Billy Corgan's got to do a much better job. Every time he's out there, it's always Billy Corgan said something, but it's not any hype about the NWA. There's never any interest being driven in the NWA amongst fans. Forget about us in the media or anything like that, but, I mean, really amongst fans. So he's got to figure that out, as as opposed to going back and forth and tit-for-tat with Aldis this week. I mean, nothing that he said. I mean, one thing you can say about Tony Khan, you know, maybe, you know, pushing by some things, he's always hyping what comes next. He's always hyping his next show, no matter what, first and foremost. Don King, same way. Bob Arum, Vince McMahon, those guys the same way. That's what he's got to start doing because Hard Times 3 is this weekend and those tapings down in Louisiana are this weekend and as great as Wildcat may be doing locally to sell that thing, and that's very, very important for an indie to have that, I mean, you got to get some pay-per-view buys out there. So, again, we're getting close to another event from the NWA where Billy Corgan is in the news far more than the company is. SmackDown on a Friday, 2.138 million viewers and a .48, 18 to 49. Man, what a giant increase over last week. Holy How about smokes. that? Wow. Man, stocks is up. Stocks went up 70% in a week. <laughs> Man, I'd be worth $24 million. I don't think that's right. I don't think it is. AW Rampage, 455,000 viewers, up 20.4%. Man, that Mike Tyson, that Shibata Orange Cassidy match. Well, that Mike Tyson, at least. Point one four in 18 to uh, 49. I actually think it was Mike Tyson and that match. Because, I think so. Well, you're right. I, I believe mean, so. Look, they have atrophied down to the lowest point, and we know they have a lot more fans than would show up on Rampage. So the thought of Orange Cassidy and Shibata should have shook up a lot of people. They were up in every demo from last week. Biggest increase, folks, 18 to 34. Back in a moment with the Raw Report. A lot happened last night. Blokes, Observer Live. 
For all your printing needs this holiday, Staples has you covered. I need custom-printed holiday cards for my one-of-a-kind business. Staples has you covered. It's beginning to look a lot like I need custom party invites. Fast. I need cards for everyone who gave me a hand this year without spending an arm and a leg. Staples has you covered with personalized holiday cards and invites. And now save 40% on custom holiday cards and invitations. For everything you need printed, go to Staples, the working and learning store. In-store and online ends 1217. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers AAA star Drew Avins, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You look great, by the way, boss. Get out of here. You look well-rested. Look well. You're an idiot. I missed you. You know, this whole drive down, I was hearing your voice and I'm thinking, man, I can't wait till I get home and I can be right there again with the boss man yeah. doing this show. I love this show, talking about Raw. And I went to the about. gym the other day and some bloke goes, wow, you look much younger in person. I said, oh, thank you. <laughs> camera adds it. 10 pounds in years. Okay, now, now would you shut up so I can talk about Raw? Got it. I would like to say 
that uh, the show had its ups and downs. But one thing that is abundantly clear is that uh, this show needs to be two hours. And I'm pretty sure if you asked Triple H off the record, he'd tell you he'd be much happier two hours. Because, my God, do they have to fill time on this show. So we open with The Usos and Solo Sokoa coming out. And, by the way, um, Jey Uso's broken wrist has just magically healed. No mention of it. I mean, it's taped up, but they're making no... It's just like nothing. No comment whatsoever about his wrist. So they start talking about facing the New Day on Friday. Then the New Day shows up. And... Hey, listen, if you're invested in the storyline, both teams did really good promos about why they want to win on Friday. Both teams want the record. So from that perspective, it was good. But God, they went on for hours. And then this Matt Riddle comes out with bongo drums. And both teams look at him like, what are you doing here? And he does some stupid bong jokes and such. And then finally... After an eternity, he goes, man, you know, we should have a six-man. We got six six dudes here. So they have a six-man, which then goes 20 minutes. And I don't want to hear one person go, oh, Brian doesn't like long matches now. Bro, this match did not need 20 minutes. Do you guys understand anything about anything? It's not about whether the matches are long or whether the matches are short, okay? It's the matches need to be as long as they need to be. Sometimes that's long. Sometimes that's short. This match did not, in any universe, need to be 21 minutes long. They got the heat on Kofi forever. Then they got the heat on Xavier forever. And then they do some stuff at the end, and stuff at the end was cool. And then finally, uh, Solo Sokoa pins Matt Riddle because they didn't want to beat either of the teams that are fighting for the record on Friday. So Matt Riddle did the job here. Good last few minutes, but this segment went like 40 minutes from start to finish. JBL came out, and he buried the crowd. Guy's a good talker, but if you want to see this bloke bury the crowd, I got the show for you. And then Baron Baron Corbin comes out, and he beats Cedric Alexander in two minutes. Later, Austin Theory beats Shelton Benjamin in two minutes. And regardless of how they're doing it, the, the fact of the matter is, I think this is leading to the Hurt Business being reunited so if you're a fan of the hurt business i think you're going to get him back with the idea that cedric and shelton are useless alone but as a unit they're killers seth rollins came out seth rollins is now 100 percent babyface they sing his song he puts over the fans he wrestles the heels i mean it was not an aberration last week he is a babyface now so he issues an open challenge So Finn Balor comes out with the Judgment Day, but then they're interrupted by A.J., Gallows, and Anderson. And Seth Rollins is just like, I don't want any part of this. And he leaves, just vanishes. And so the other blokes are in the ring, and, you know, a big brawl. Well, actually, first, you know, Styles says, and, you know, it was obvious this was going to happen. They've been building this up for weeks. He goes, you know, we finally found a solution to this Rhea Ripley problem. And here she is. And it's Mia Yim. So Mia Yim is returned. She attacks Rhea Ripley. Giant brawl breaks out. And uh, the baby faces clear the ring. Mia Yim is now part of the OC. And we'll have all sorts of matches with the OC versus uh, the uh, Judgment Day. With now 
uh, one woman on each side. So they go backstage, and, you know, Rollins is dancing around, and Kathy Kelly goes, are you going to do this open challenge or not? He goes, I promise these fans, these great fans, tonight I will do the U.S. title open challenge. And she laughs. Ah! So he's a babyface, which is uh, a, a gigantic improvement over uh, what he was doing before. Otis B. Elias, man, shave that beard, buddy. He was doing a lot better as uh, Ezekiel. Oh, come on. No, he's doing way better. Oh, he was way on. better as Ezekiel. Dude. It's Elias. Nothing match. Otis pins him. World's strongest slam. Nothing to this guy. Nothing. Why did they bring him back? Well, I mean, he, for this, like, I mean, honestly, for this, why did they not build him up for a while? Bring back the guitar. Bring at least, you know what he is in the ring. So why did you not bring him back with the most fanfare that you could get to rally people around him and just then let it atrophy? Well, I mean, this, they built him up, they half blew him up, and then just completely let the thing disintegrate. If you've paid any attention to this show of late, there were a lot of guys that Vince liked and didn't like. And old Triple H disagreed. But he couldn't say anything to Vince. It's just like, yes, Vince. Yes, Dad. And uh, now Vince is gone. And I don't think that old Triple H is necessarily the biggest fan of old Elias. And uh, I'm not saying, and I know people are going to But wasn't it hearing during his term that they were bringing him back? I mean, I thought it was under Triple H that Ezekiel was gone and Elias was coming back. I, I'm, I'm not sure. It was a long time ago because he had to grow his full beard. I mean, I don't know which, uh, but one way or the other, hmm. uh, he don't. I don't think he sees a lot in this guy. That's what it looked like to me on this show. So then Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa came out, and then Damage Control came out, and uh, the highlight was a promo battle between Asuka and Io, all in Japanese. And then uh, afterwards, there was a challenge for War Games, and boy, did this fan this these, this crowd did not care about war games. They were like, "Cool, a match on a show we're not at." Hmm. They just kind of sat there. And then Nikki Cross attacked Bianca, and so she'll be on the uh, damage control team. And the baby faces are going to need another woman. We'll see who that ends up being. Austin Theory is noted beat Shelton Benjamin. Then we had this Ms. Johnny Gargano segment. And this was another one, dude. The show needs to be two hours. So Gargano comes out and... Uh, this is settle in. God. <laughs> so Miz, Miz allegedly went to eat with a Hollywood exec. And Johnny Gargano comes out and he says, you know, that, uh, that exec was not an exec. It wasn't a movie producer. It was a private investigator. And she filmed you without your knowledge. And I'm going to show that film here against your will on national television. And he shows the video, which is Miz admitting that everything that Johnny Gargano said last week was true. He hired Dexter Loomis when Dexter Loomis was unemployed and painting on the streets. He hired him to pretend to stalk him so that Miz would seem like a bigger deal. But then he stopped paying him. And then the guy really started to stalk him. And then the big hole in the story is, well, why don't you just pay the guy off and be done with it? But instead, uh, he's cheap. He's a cheap, rich guy. And now he's really being stalked. And this is patently illegal. And Corey Graves brings up that it's patently illegal. But they did it. And then this leads to a match. And as God is my witness, this match went 16 minutes. 
Johnny Gargano in The Miz. Johnny Gargano could work no miracles. It was a long match. And then finally, Miz is outside. Miz pretends to get dragged under the ring. He goes, my God, Dexter. The ref goes to look under the ring. And as the ref is distracted, Miz gets that turnbuckle. He goes, bam. And he hits Gargano in the neck. And he pins him. And as a man who is a huge fan of Johnny Gargano and has never been a big fan of The Miz, I was rooting for Miz the whole time. This, this little Johnny Gargano twerp, he deserved it. He deserved everything he got here. So Miz beats him, and then Loomis shows up to attack The Miz. Security comes out. Loomis flees through the crowd. Bro, they're trying to do stories here, okay? And whatever you think about the stories, the one, and I'm not defending this, don't get me wrong, but I will say, the one thing better is that when Vince was trying to do stories, he'd forget everything a week later, and, like, all these stories would begin and they wouldn't end, or stories would randomly end that didn't have a beginning. Whatever you think about this stupid story, and it's stupid, at least there's been a beginning and a middle, and I presume we're going to have an end. So that, that to me, it's like an improvement... Like, it still sucks, but it's an improvement over the old stuff that sucks. Now, with that said, we got two problems here. Why isn't Miz paying this guy, number one? And number two, didn't they have a match? They were going to have a match where if Loomis won, he got a contract. Miz beat him up, and they never had the match. Hello? What's the follow-up there? I presume, I actually presume this, that we're going to get it next week. But we'll see. I just want there to be a postscript which says, after all of this story, Dexter Loomis was sent back to NXT and he took Elias with him and then Braun Breaker and Carmelo went up. No, this is not like the egg storyline, everybody. That wasn't a storyline. There was a mystery egg. There was like a beginning. There was no middle. And no, there was no end. Now, Nikki Cross beat Dana Brooke. Nobody cared about the match. Nobody cared about the 24-7 title. Nikki won. They they said she was a new 24-7 champion. And then in a backstage segment, which is the funniest segment you ever saw in your life, <laughs> she tries to throw it in a garbage can. She misses. Bailey cracks. And then uh, Dakota Kai is so distracted she runs into a wall. I love it. This had to be live. I love it. it you know what? If it wasn't... I laughed and I'm laughed. happy they left it in. Yes. So then uh, Rollins comes out for the open challenge. Ali shows up on the screen. He goes, I'll do it. No one wants to see Ali. But then Bobby Lashley shows up, and he kills Ali. Which and means Bobby Lashley, in my book, still a baby face. And they had the funniest spot where he throws Ali over this box, and Ali goes, bonk, and he slides down the wall like a cartoon. He's dead. So then uh, Bobby Lashley comes out. But Lashley wants the title so bad that the match doesn't start, and he just beats this guy senseless. And they send out all the geeks to uh, to get rid of Bobby Lashley. And his, uh, his Rollins is there dead. Out comes Austin Theory to cash in. And uh, he cashes in for the United States title. And uh, long story short, he, uh, he can't win. He finally hits his finish. Lashley pulls a ref out of the ring. Lashley kills Austin Theory. The referee wakes up. He starts counting Austin Theory out. Austin Theory slides in at nine. 
immediately gets curb stomped and pinned, and Seth Rollins retains title. Now, yes, he's a massive geek, everybody. He's a massive geek. But, like, this is one of those things where you can't win for losing. If Austin Theory would have cashed in and beat Seth Rollins, people would have been so furious with that. Instead, they did the right thing. They took this stupid briefcase off the guy. He's not going to beat Roman Reigns. He's useless with the briefcase. He goes in there. He cashes in, which, honest to God, in storyline, in storyline, he made the right call. You ain't beating Roman. Try to win something. And he ends up getting beaten. He shouldn't be the U.S. champion right now anyway. Seth just turned babyface. So I had no problem with this. This was a huge positive. Everything about it was good. And Mike is furiously nodding, as I think deep down all of you are as well. Talk more after the break. Observer Live. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. 
All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the Legal Helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. All right, I don't got a lot of time. Make this quick. Lenny, who's going to owe me money here, by the way, is advocating to get rid of this briefcase. It's useless. It's just a disaster. Here's the thing. I'm not going to argue that because it has been a disaster, but there, there, here's the thing you guys got to take in mind. I know you guys, some of you don't like Triple H, okay? But this guy is doing a far better job with long-term storytelling than Vince was. And you don't need to get rid of Money in the Bank. If on Money in the Bank Day, you have a guy that you're grooming for the top spot, and he's the guy that wins the briefcase, and you do an eight-month story leading to him cashing in. If the baby face calls his shot, the heels do it underhanded, whatever, Okay. Do you guys remember how Vince used to do Money in the Bank? The day of the show would come, and on the day of the show, he would decide who was going to win, and he had no plan. He had no idea what to do the next day. He had no intention of doing anything. It was like, well, we need a winner. Shout out to Jake Hager. Sandow, you're going to win today. Oh, Otis, I got a funny idea. The ladder breaks, and you you catch it because you're fat. These, this is what the guy came up with. He had no plan. Nope. But you know what? If you have a plan, yeah. then there's nothing wrong with having an annual money in the bank. There's a lot of ways to make it work. So, yeah, the way that Vince did it for the last decade or whatever sucked, but he's gone. That doesn't mean it has to suck now. Hey. It just means plan a little bit. And you have to tear, in my opinion, Austin Theory down to build him back up again, get rid of all this other crap. Let's start from anew for Austin Theory, not a geek anymore. Come on. That was it. We're out the of last time. of his geekdom, hopefully. We're out of time, everybody. Lance will be tonight on the Brian and Vinny Show. No show this afternoon. He's replacing Vinny. Got a lot to get into. And that's it. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.